USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The Republican Party has tentatively chosen to host most of its convention events in Jacksonville, Florida this August, rather than holding the entire convention in Charlotte, North Carolina. Party leaders have reportedly decided to move the biggest events, including President Trump's speech, because North Carolina's Democratic governor hasn't allowed the arena to have a full crowd to avoid spread of the coronavirus. Police violence and accountability under the spotlight on Capitol Hill. Millions of Americans now call out, I can't breathe, as a rallying cry in streets all across our country, demanding a fundamental change in the culture of law enforcement and meaningful accountability. Opening a House hearing, New York Democrat Jerry Nadler said that the ugly truth is there are countless George Floyds who suffer the same fate as he did. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. Balance of nature no question your product's a great product i mean it's it's very very good i own a couple of businesses so i'm on the go a lot there's no doubt that the energy level increased and again your product is very very good and i couldn't live without it thank you right, thank you for your time thank you for the information and we talked to dr howard giving my best and tell me he's got a great great product don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. Again, that's balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Former State Department Inspector General Steve Linick recently ousted from that position by Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Today, Pompeo says it was a mistake to keep Linick in the position for as long as he did. Uh, Steve Linick was a bad actor in the Inspector General office here. He, he didn't take on the mission of the State Department to make us better. This comes after Linick told Congress last week that before he was ousted, he had informed at least three top aides to Pompeo that he was reviewing the Secretary of State and his wife's use of government resources. Air Force General Charles Brown, officially the first African-American to head a military service branch, the Senate has unanimously confirmed Brown to be Air Force Chief of Staff. He's the second black man to sit on the Joint Chiefs of Staff following Colin Powell. Markets are mixed. The Dow's down by about 200. The Nasdaq's up by 52. And this is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. A 30-acre-plus brush fire broke out overnight in the Los Angeles suburb of Bel Air. The fire was reported just after midnight Pacific time. About 200 firefighters still on scene, attacking it by ground as well as by air. The fire is moving uphill. No evacuations have been ordered as of early this morning, and no word yet on what caused that fire. 
Virginia's Democratic Governor Ralph Northam's decision to remove a Robert E. Lee statue in the state capitol is facing two lawsuits now. One filed this week centers on language in a deed signed 130 years ago, while the other claims it would violate federal landmark law to remove it. Northam did double down on his order to remove the statue in Richmond yesterday, calling the symbol divisive. A Richmond judge already imposed a 10-day temporary injunction against the removal earlier this week. And the big screens are preparing to show movies again as AMC Entertainment has now announced it hopes to be able to fully reopen by July. The theater chain has been closed due to the COVID-19 pandemic and recently said it lost over $2.2 billion since being shut down. Many thought that might spell an end to the chain, but it says otherwise, though no exact date for reopening has been set. And for USA Radio News... I'm Chris Barnes. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402. 877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. It is Rick Tittle on Sports Byline USA. Three hours of sports talk is now underway. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. That'll get you in and that'll get you heard wherever you might happen to be listening in this great land of ours or so-so foreign lands. And that would be coast-to-coast, Mexico, Canada. Let's just get it in and get it heard. That's what I want to say. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, put it the ball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket. And um, it's a good response to talk about sports sometimes. We don't hide from the real world and reality and what's going on right now. But uh, sports trying to ramp back up. Trying to, <laughs> anyway. We got MLS coming back. We'll talk about that. But about a half hour, we'll bring in author David Alberton. He's written a new sports book called Undercard. Uh, Brian Trottier, uh, the great New York Islander, 
and other, one of the top 100 players in the history of the NHL. He's involved with three ice, so we'll bring in Brian at about 10-10. 10-40, Patrick Muratoglu, he has something called the uh, UTS, Ultimate Tennis Showdown. It's new team tennis, which I used to go to uh, in the 70s, and uh, we'll talk about uh, that. And then also at 11-10, we have an outfielder from the Cincinnati Bearcats. That's the university there in the Queen City. His name is Jordan Ramey. And he would like to see the stadium there, Marge Schott Stadium, renamed. Not Steve Schott Stadium. That's in Santa Clara. Marge Schott Stadium. Remember, she had a penchant for Hitler Youth memorabilia and other things. And she said some racist comments. And uh, remember Schottsy the dog? I don't think he's involved with this. But anyway, we'll talk to those guys. And you, 1-800-878-PLAY. Big hello to the troops out there. I salute all of you listening on AFF. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 
That's 800-403-5912. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. I think genius is a bit of a stretch, but your words, myself, not me, it was. Uh, we have the draft today. We're going to talk about it. It's the first round, and it's going to begin at 3 o'clock Pacific time, I believe. And then uh, that'll be just the first round. And then rounds two through five. What is this? It's less than football. Uh, those will be um, on uh, the deuce. That begins at two. So on ESPN at three, and then the deuce, the rest of the rounds, two through five, and compensatory picks and such. Um, those will be sandwich picks, sushi picks. Those will be on the deuce. All of them will be on MLB Network. You can check that out. And uh, we'll definitely get into um, some of the names and some of the moves that uh, might happen. Remember, luckily, you can't trade uh, your picks. Otherwise, Billy Bean would have traded all of his picks a long time ago. Just always would have. I'll let you trade my first round pick for two 31s, two 32s, and five 39s. But you might know the tete-a-tete offensive that has been going back and forth over the ping-pong net between the union and the league. Will we have baseball? Unfortunately, we will not have minor league baseball, which sucks and bites big bags of butts. Big bags of butts, my favorite fast food place in Mississippi, by the way. But we didn't have to wait long because yesterday the union proposed 76 games with a 75% prorated pay. And then, coming right back, the union now says 89 games and full prorated pay. And so the Players Association proposal also includes a 16-team postseason this year and next year. So this represents a big compromise from the players because they said, no, no, 114 games with full prorated pay and expanded postseason. <clears throat> the MLB insistence, uh, or the union insistence on full prorated pay, in other words, getting paid for the games they play, uh, which is what the league said yes to in March, um, a lot of people feel that this counterproposal is a non-starter because the owners have basically said there's absolutely no way in the hell that we're going to pay you prorated pay at this point. So it, if you if you want to keep up with it, May 26, the union. How about 82 games, and you take a big hit, and then the 31st of May, they said no, no, 114 games, prorated, and then June 1st, they said, okay, we'll give you prorated for 50 games, and so then it was um, June 8th, 76 games. Uh, the, un- the league said 75% pay 
and then last night the union said 89 full prorated. The players union also includes a $5 million fund to ins, uh, assist minor leaguers and charitable organizations focused on uh, social justice initiatives, which is a weird way to lump these two things together, which are completely separate. First of all, $5 million when it gets spread out is not going to be big, but you might be able to give minor leaguers 500 bucks here or there with that $5 million. But then when you also say charitable organizations focused on social justice initiatives, well, you know, who's the minor leaguer is going to say, yeah, I'll take that 300 bucks. And it's like, oh, we were going to give it to a, you know, a woman's shelter. And it's like, uh, never mind. I don't know. It seems kind of cold blooded to put those together. But, and this just shows you again, and this is the union proposal. It just shows you again that the union doesn't care about minor leaguers because they're not in the union future union members, but the league's proposal that, and we've seen it three different ways, that the league will pay them one-third of their full season salary. And the union says we'll defer some salary uh, to navigate short-term cash flow problems if you want. But the expanded postseason field, that would generate significant television revenue for the league. And Rob Manfred cannot unilaterally expand the postseason. The union has to agree on that. And that is a significant bargaining chip. It's hard to imagine the union would agree to an expanded postseason if the owners don't budge a little bit on this pay reduction of keeping two thirds of their checks. Can you imagine that playing more than half the season for two thirds of the checks? And obviously it was out of spite and sassiness <clears throat> and just childishness when the league said 50 games prorated. It's ridiculous. It's not even worth putting on a belt and pinstripes and a hat. But the Wall Street Journal reports that the union's 89-game regular, uh, 89 regular season would run from July 10th to October 11th which would ensure the postseason does not overlap with the NBA Finals. The NBA Finals will start the next, or are um, scheduled to end October 11th. So the MLB does not want to delay the postseason for a lot of reasons, including the difficulty getting broadcast deals in November, which they didn't have before, and then also the potential second wave of the coronavirus too. So. There's no deadline for an agreement, but the longer these negotiations drag on, the fewer games they're going to play. And, and the union and the league, they say they want to play as many games as possible. Well, the players definitely want to play. They are hardwired to play 162 games. Um, maybe not every game, and especially for the pitchers, not every game. There's only a Marcus Semien or two that's going to play every game. But they're hardwired to think that's what our season is. It's just some stark differences in ideas on how to compensate these players. <clears throat> and that's why, too, um, I think when you look at the union and the way they're handling this right now, um, you know, so many times I have seen sports unions just be all twisted up and being completely, um, I don't know, what can I say, just insane. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? What is going on here? What 
what are we what are we doing with all this? Well, it's another thing too when, as I said, it's plainly clear when they said, how about 50 games, that a lot of owners just don't care. They don't care. And um, the Cubs owner, Tom Ricketts, said, hey, every penny we get, we put right back into the team. And there's so much evidence that is contrary to that statement. It's ridiculous, I think, that he would even say that. Um, and now the Cardinals' chief rival, the Cards, you had the owner there, Bill DeWitt, that has entered the fray when he said, the industry isn't very profitable, to be quite honest. Hmm. We heard yesterday the Wilpons say that the Mets lose $50 million every year. You're saying the Cardinals? All right, but this is the thing about DeWitt's, DeWitt's suggestion that the industry has been anything less than wildly profitable throughout recent history, because it's absolutely ridiculous to say that. And with, with the exception of the Braves, who are part of the Liberty Media portfolio, which is also profitable, MLB teams are not publicly traded. They're under no obligation to open their books. They don't have to show their financials to anybody, like the president. I'm not going to show you. That's why these owners attempt these deceptions. We're losing $50 million a year. You are? Forbes which has what they call forensic accounting. They have estimated, as I said, these teams making money hand over fist. Even low revenue teams like the A's and the Pirates and the Marlins, they're highly profitable, not just because the value of their franchise keeps going up. But when a guy like DeWitt makes these claims, trying to turn public opinion, it's just the time-honored stance of owners trying to blame the players. And it doesn't pass the smell test. It doesn't pass... Uh, just being reasonably smart to test. You have half a brain, you know, that's just flat out not true. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Matthew. Huh? It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, They really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. uh, Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Nice to have you with us at 1-800-878-PLAY. Once again, 1-800-878-7529 to get in and get heard, girl. When I say heard, I mean herded like... uh, Farm animals. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, H-E-A-R-D. That's what we do here. That's how we do it. This is how we do it. So for the first time ever, the Major League Baseball draft is going to be weird, man. It's going to be really weird. Put a sock in it, Hyatt. We're toast, man. Game over. Remember the great Bill Paxton? Uh, I thought that was pretty funny back in Aliens. But it is going to be weird. Game over. <laughs> because, you know, I, I we used to have Major League Baseball drafts that would go 70 rounds. And um, just last year, it was very exciting because um, uh, someone who was at Sports Byline, their son got drafted by the St. Louis Cardinals. And that was cool to watch that happen. Um, 
that kid wouldn't get drafted this year because he went in the 30s. And the D3 pitcher of the year went in the 30s. It shows you how much talent is out there. But uh, good thing he got drafted last year and not this year because this year sucks. Now, there's going to be a lot of free agents, but you can't spend that much. 20 grand is the most you can give a free agent. Teams are going to be going crazy. It's almost going to be like the days before the draft, quite honestly. You know, before the draft, you would just be like, hey, guess what? Why don't we just uh, sign you or sign? The... Oh, by the way, it was the 28th round. Sorry. Why do I think it was the? Th oh, I'm sorry. My um, my buddy got drafted in the 36th round. That's who I was thinking of. He got drafted by the Brewers, 28th round. So um, yes, and I would correct someone too if they <laughs> if I shortchange them on some rounds there. But still, he wouldn't be getting drafted, and so it's very disappointing. But as I said, is uh, look, we've all put everything on hold, whatever we had, and some people had more going on than others, right? It's just the way it is. Um, and if you or your loved ones aren't in the hospital, you can complain, but you can't really go like, oh, FML, it's all over. But we will have a draft. And that is a good thing. And it'll be exciting for these kids. Very exciting. Even though they will not be able to go out and buy themselves uh, a house because they're only going to get 100 k and then Uncle Sam will take 40% of it, so they'll get 60K. And at that point, everyone they know will be like, dude, I, I know we were in um, poli sci freshman year. Do you think you could buy me a pickup truck? It's only 25K. Uh, no, I'm good. They're going to get a lot of that. So we'll have picks 1 through 37, competitive balance round A, or the sandwich picks, if you like, the pita picks, and um, the Astros will not be participating. So much, much shorter than usual. And I would probably think it's going to be, even though they say this all the time and then it's not, they really think it's going to be collegiate heavy this time. Because to get a kid to give up his high school scholarship usually costs more than to give a college guy uh, money to give up his senior year. Remember Lance Blankenship? Remember that name? Been on the show, nice kid out of Sacramento. Still looks young, still looks like he could play. Very friendly guy. I like Lance. Didn't really turn out. He was the only player in uh, Pac-10 history at the time to go all Pac-10 all four years. Fantastic talent in college. And the A's drafted him after his junior year. He held out. They drafted him after his senior year. He went back to Cal, and he signed for $1,500. <laughs> so, yeah, wait, what? So that means that um, you might see <clears throat> way more college seniors than you have as well. In the last 10 years, the first round has been about 75% college. Um, don't be surprised if it's way over 80. So as I mentioned, the kid out of Casa Grande High School, from what I understand, they don't say Casa Grande, but Casa Grande up there in Petaluma. Dan Dibley, my uh, friend, went there his freshman year, and then he transfers to San Marin. But um, the, uh, they're supposed to take Tigers first baseman Spencer Torkelson. We talked about him a little bit yesterday. 
this guy not only hit over 300 uh, in his two years at Arizona State, he also, um, I don't know what he is his two years, maybe he did a year at junior college, but anyway, two years there, he said he studied Barry Bonds, and so he wanted to go to the same school as Barry Bonds, which is also the same school as Reggie Jackson, who was once the second overall pick by the Kansas City A's uh, back in the day. But when you think about all that uh, a team has to put in to their scouting and everything else, you just look at a kid that hit 54 home runs in two years. And then he went to the Cape, which is always important, the Cape Cod League, because you um, use wood bats. And, you know, the clink or the clunk of a BB core bat, but you, you know, you're using bats that they'll use in the pros. And some people make a big deal out of it, and some people don't make a big deal out of it. I think what it is, if you really love a prospect, you can say, ah, that was the thing about Logan Davidson, the Clemson shortstop the A's drafted last year, and it's like, didn't do well at the Cape, and they're like, ah, it doesn't mean anything. But then if you rake at the Cape, they go, look, told you. <laughs> so the, um, after the Tigers, the top five will be Orioles, Marlins, Royals, Blue Jays. And all those teams would love to see Torkelson land in their laps, but they're going to be very happy to get a top five player. And you can look at the top 50 rankings, but most people pretty much say it is a lock that number two overall will be Austin Martin. And those can really run, if you know what an Austin Martin is. Um, the number one pitcher in the draft is supposed to be the A&M lefty Asa Lacey, which is a great name. Asa, A-S-A, that's one of those old-time Southern names. Asa Lacey, great name. And another great name, there's the Georgia right-hander, the Bulldog Emerson Hancock. That's a throwback, sign the Declaration of Independence type of name. And then Minnesota course up to everybody Scandinavia and German so you wouldn't be surprised to see that right-handed pitcher named Max Meyer so there's you know different ways of looking about upside downside young old all the things you want to get into and and listen outside of Torkelson and, and Martin we don't know for sure who's going to go where but as I said Asa Lacey um, over the last six seasons if you look at left-handed starters that have averaged 150 innings and more than a strikeout per inning. You're looking at Chris Sale, Patrick Corbin, Clayton Kershaw, guys like that. So Lacey is in college, but he's putting up numbers way past that. The thing about Emerson Hancock, why he's rated a little bit lower than Lacey, uh, is because he just has this well-rounded arsenal. He just throws strikes. And you think, well, isn't that good? And it's like, yeah. It's like, well, why was Logan Shore at Florida drafted by the A's, who's already been traded, by the way, for before um, A.J. Puck? And he was a guy, he throws way more strikes, but he doesn't have the overpowering thing. Now, the first high school kids off the board will either be Zach Veen, an outfielder out of Spruce Creek High School in Florida, tall, lean, broad-shouldered kid. As I said, they say he's the next Jason Worth, so a big kid. And then another kid named Mick Abel, who's a high school pitcher. And he might be the first high school pitcher uh, drafted in the top 10 since Hunter Green. And uh, that was three years ago. He went number two overall. Carter Stewart, by the way, didn't sign, now plays in Japan. He was selected eighth overall a couple years ago. 
Um, and then as you, you know, as you go through it, I keep, kept hearing the name all year about Nick Gonzalez. He's the second baseman at New Mexico State. He hit over 350 uh, at the Cape. There's an outfielder at UCLA named Garrett Mitchell, who's supposed to be the fastest guy uh, in the whole draft. And um, 15 triples as well. Just a very, very dangerous looking player. But the guy that everyone says the Giants are going to draft, Garrett Crotchet. <laughs> the crotchal area. And he missed almost all the year because he had a hernia. But to his credit, six foot six, who throws 100 miles per hour and has a wipeout slider. So they probably wouldn't mind seeing a little crotchet over there at China Basin. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Tired of the same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code RADIO and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all-time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the superstars team. So with the number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. And with Father's Day coming up, 
timing couldn't be better to check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code radio and get 20% off. That's promo code radio at coveragegear.com. Coveragegear.com. We've got you covered. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. goes commando thank you for that and welcome back to the show coast to coast and around the world on the american forces radio network it's our pleasure to welcome to the show author david alberton he has a new sports novel that is called undercard uh, it's available now from house of anasi publishing and it's not just sports it is a murder mystery as uh, well and uh, david i guess uh, if you told your friends you were writing a a book that concerned a sport, they they probably would have guessed tennis. Am I right? You're right. Yeah, I'm a I'm a tennis coach. as uh, my day job. Yeah. Now this has to do with a lot of things that uh, you know, unfortunately, are, are going on in the country. And as we look for uh, you know justice for all people, uh, you're talking about. Um, uh, you know, police brutality and, and uh, you know, the, the murder mystery of what's going on. And uh, what was the genesis behind this story that, uh, you know, as I said, uh, racial injustice and other things that, that came into you putting pen to paper here? Um, yeah, so it was really uh, three ideas I, that I wanted to explore. One was, um, as you mentioned, the sport is called Undercard, and, and uh, the four main characters are all athletes. But uh, boxing is the featured sport, and it sort of revolves around kind of like a Mayweather-Pacquiao-like super fight, and uh, one of the characters is fighting in the undercard to that. And uh, I really wanted to have like a thriller um, where uh, you have like an action scene taking place in the background of like a major sports event. And and the sports event kind of was going to influence the sort of criminal plot taking place in the background. So that was one idea. Uh, The other idea I had was um, I wanted to look at four... um, Four people have been very close growing up, but now uh, all their motivations kind of conflict with one another as adults and uh, to explore that. And then the third, I wanted to sort of look at like um, inequality and the excesses of power in, in an urban setting. So it was really these three ideas. Um, I was uh, sort of surprised that they all s- seemed to mesh together in one story. And uh, from there, kind of through my research, led me to deal with a, a whole range of issues. What's that like to write a debut novel? Because you go to a publisher and they're like, look, every Tom, Dick, and Harry's got a novel. No thanks. <laughs> How hard is that to get it actually published? Uh, it's, it's really hard, actually. <laughs> I mean, from my perspective, there, there are, I think, um, the rare few where it's, uh, it goes kind of smoothly. But, I mean, for me, basically, this was my third attempt. So my first book, I actually I started in university and I wrote it. It was like, 10 years, basically, I was writing this novel, and I tried to pitch it for about 18 months, and um, 
and uh, I couldn't I couldn't get anyone to read the entire book like in the industry. So it was really so I thought, wow, it's been rejected without anyone even reading it, you know. And then uh, and then I wrote another one. Unfortunately, with that, I managed to get an agent, but we still didn't get a publisher. And then uh, with this one, with Undercard, it was just a completely different experience. It was just uh, right away we got an offer uh, straight away, and we got some international deals and an audiobook deal. So it was just, um, a, yeah, it's a completely different experience, but it's uh, a long time coming before, yeah, before it happened. And I also wonder about your experience just in your lifetime in your native South Africa before you came mm -hmm to Canada and you think about with apartheid with you know PW Botan and De Klerk and everything mm -hmm. that went on as basically the world's pariah country to Mandela not only getting out of jail but becoming president hosting a world cup I mean it's just mm -hmm. amazing the, the transition how much of that do you do you carry with you into this book oh I think definitely a lot I mean I think um, uh, my family um, when I was a kid our neighbor got murdered in front of our house like uh, one morning so and just um and my father he was involved in the anti-apartheid struggle so it was just there was a lot of, uh, there was so much going on you know uh when i was a kid there and uh it's definitely something that's always kind of uh i think stuck with me you know uh, being an immigrant and everything uh just that uh you know we've, we've got to address these issues you know i i think um it's so important to sort of preempt um things festering to a point where things really uh, go bad and they sort of are sort of going bad, you know, things have reached such a sort of, uh, sort of a tragic point now. And, and I think uh, for a long time, I wanted to sort of write about addressing these sorts of issues because I think uh, you've seen it, you know, in South Africa, what, uh, how bad things can get and it's important, but it, unfortunately my, uh, my writing wasn't good enough, I suppose, to get published earlier so it's, it's sort of it's a strange coincidence that it's like now kind of hitting uh right as these issues are so front and center in north america just as an aside when you were growing up when i think about mm -hmm. the big soccer teams down there like kaiser chiefs or orlando pirates were you into them or were you more into the the spring box were you more rugby i was more uh, rugby and cricket yeah but I, I really loved cricket and i think had i stayed in south africa i would have uh um uh, really try to be a cricket player I, I loved it so much and then uh and then we moved and then yeah, i came to canada and i learned basketball i'd never played basketball before i love basketball and then obviously um tennis and i ran track too so but um yeah it was more rugby and um cricket. although i then it's ironically i ended up playing soccer in, in canada i played, played uh, high school and everything <laughs> speaking with author david alberton debut novel just came out here last week called undercard a couple more questions the other thing I like about the premise of this book is that it takes place in 24 hours. So, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the pacing of the book is going to be so fast. And I was imagining as you're writing it, you really don't have time to do any type of lull. I mean, you got to just keep pounding away to get this like an episode of 24, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and sort of like 24, every uh, chapter sort of corresponds to an hour of the day. So it starts noon on uh, on a Saturday and ends noon on a Sunday. And um, and there's a time stamp at the start of each scene. So, so it was, it was um, like I said, it was sort of a fun challenge kind of. You know, it was really, um, uh, it was quite difficult, but at the same time, it kind of gives you real um, solid par parameters to work within. 
And, um, but uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, when it's like, you know, 2 a.m. or, or 4 a.m., you know, it's a bit difficult. You, you still want like an exciting, <laughs> engaging scene, but everyone's sort of sleeping at the moment. So, so that was, uh, so anyway, it was funny. I mean, flashbacks help too a bit, um, uh, flesh out some of the quieter moments in the story. What is it like when, I mean, this book has received so much praise from mm -hmm. seasoned authors and they talk about, the fast pace of it and how it just grabs you and, and, and doesn't let go. And I know as an author, you try to do that early. Otherwise, people put it down after, you know, 10, 15 pages. Mm -hmm. So what is that like when you see established authors just talking about how great this book is? Oh, well, that's like, yeah, it's a really great feeling. I mean, um, and one of the really nice things is so many people have told me they read it in like two days. You know, some people are like, I read it in one day, you know. So, so it's, uh, I mean... I've always wanted to entertain people with my writing. I mean, I definitely want to sort of, you know, as, as previously discussed, engage with, you know, serious issues as well. But, I, but I've always wanted to entertain people with my story. So when people are like, you know, I was entertained, I had a good time. It was a visceral, like, memorable experience. I mean, that's, yeah, it's kind of what, you, what you're dreaming of while you're writing it. You know, it's, that's sort of like the reward uh, after all the hard work. No doubt about it. And I would think editing is so hard, too, about, I mean, even the best authors in the world know that sometimes they can get bogged down or they gloss over something that the reader would really like them to take more time explaining. I always use the example of when Tom Clancy was alive, he could spend a good 50 pages just breaking down how a boiler works on a submarine, you know, because that's right. what his fans wanted. So what were you getting in terms of feedback where it's too slow right now or it's too fast right now? Oh, that's an interesting question. Uh, you know, it, it's quite interesting. There's sort of a mix. You know, uh, I, I haven't gotten, I think, like a consistent um, in terms of too slow. I mean, it is funny when most people are like, oh, it's so fast. And then some people are like, yeah, it took me a little while to get into it um, um, uh, early on. But um uh, I'd say uh, no one really, not too many people have complained too slow, <laughs> but um, in terms of the speed, I guess the fight was the main thing that people keep talking about. You know, I really, because it revolves around the uh, this boxing match, like I said, and, and uh, I just, I knew it had to be strong, you know, and, and I really, uh, I, I thought a lot before I started writing the scene about how I was going to do it, and, and I eventually ended up thinking I'm going to do it from three perspectives. So one character is in the crowd. So it's kind of like the experience of being in the crowd, watching a fight. The other character is, is one of the fighters. And then another character is in a bar watching the fight on TV and he's getting the, the commentary. So in that way, I could kind of cut between these three perspectives and sort of um, at times like kind of zoom in and, and really feel the sort of like the, the punches and the intensity of the fight and other times kind of pull back a little and uh, just give a sense of the ebb and flow of the fight. So, so I'd say the one thing that people um, really, uh, so many people like, uh, I guess were blown away by was, was the fight, the, the boxing match. Now, is there pressure for you to write another one and prove this wasn't beginner's luck? I mean, how does that work? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is funny because it's like, you know, in some ways I feel like this book is like my whole adult life, like everything I experienced, everything I've been interested in, everything I've been researching, all the sort of like previous things I was writing kind of found its way into this book, you know, and you just kill yourself. And by the time um, it goes to publication, you're so burnt out. And then people are like, okay, so you, you're working on another one? <laughs> you know, it's, kind of, it's kind of like, just give me, give me a moment. But um, yeah, I am working on a new one and, I, and I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's, um, 
it's a lot of fun. It's going to be more tennis club. Uh, this one sort of revolves around the murder mystery revolves around the tennis club world, and which is obviously a world I know pretty well. But it's going to be um, it's it's not quite as intense. It's a lot funnier. There's going to be a lot of uh, sex in it, and uh, and uh, I think it'll just be a really fun, really fun, exciting book. Got a bit of everything, so that's good. And then finally, I'm sure people have asked you this: Have you seen this as a screenplay or as a movie? Have you envisioned actors for each role? Uh, well, actually, actually, it has been optioned, and um, it, it, it looks like they're getting quite close that it could be like a series, like like one of those kind of limited series uh, yeah. type shows. So, um, so that's kind of exciting. I mean, hopefully, hopefully it comes through. It does feel like it's um, getting close. Um, um, but uh, yeah, in terms of specific people, no, I, you know, people ask me that, but I, I, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny to. I find it difficult to to envision. <laughs> you know, you sort of imagine, but then you think, ah, they probably wouldn't do it. So, <laughs> so I haven't thought that much about it. <laughs> Well, if you do sign off, just remember to put it in the contract, kind of like Hitchcock and Scorsese, that even if you're just selling popcorn, you got to get yourself a small role in the movie. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I didn't think of that, actually. I will do, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, make sure you are in it. We have been speaking with David Alberton. That's A-L-B-E-R-T-Y-N. And look for that spelling when you look up Undercard. It just came out last week. House of Anasi Publishing. Uh, David, congratulations on the book, and uh, best of luck with the next one. And when you get done, let's you come on the show and let's talk about it. Oh, David, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I love to. All right, great stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline USA. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if 
if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Tatel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Thanks for that, and uh, welcome back. Uh, we're going to have uh, Brian Trache on the show coming up in about 10 minutes. Um, Robert in Michigan tweeted out, at Rick Tittle, thanks for talking hockey on back-to-back episodes. No doubt about it. And um, love, love, love hockey, and I, I miss the Sharks. There's nothing like going to a Sharks game. It is and I always said it was the funnest thing to do in the Bay Area for just one regular season game. And, you know, I love the A's and the Raiders. They used to be here anyway. Uh, you got the Niners. You got the Giants with their beautiful ballpark. And you had the Warriors. And the Warriors were always kind of fun, but they sucked. So when the Warriors got really good and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are raining down threes, uh, got to say that was probably the funnest. But... Uh, this year we returned back to the Sharks, and even though the Sharks stunk, it's just still it's like going to a rock concert. It's so fun, and I liked it better before the lockout when there were more fights. <laughs> I always kind of felt like if I went to a hockey game and there wasn't a brawl, I want my money back. But the days of the out-and-out goon are gone, and even some of the guys that hung around, like the McSorleys and the Donald Brashears and the Ty Domies, you don't see as many of those guys anymore. Like I sometimes wondered, especially after the Sharks got rid of Stobbits and got rid of uh, a couple other guys, it's like, who who will fight for us? And every once in a while, Jumbo Joe will be like, ah, I'll do it. If you ever saw Marlowe fight, that's just one thing. He's a fantastic player. 
you know, second overall pick. He just couldn't fight. And that doesn't mean he wasn't a good hockey player. It's a completely different skill. All right, we'll talk a little hockey. we got another two hours together in open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. 
Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, Coast to Coast, and uh, Brian Trache were reaching out to get him. Uh, and then when we do get him, we will uh, throw him on the show. The draft. Oh, the draft. We have had some mistakes in the Major League Baseball draft, but we've had mistakes in every draft, don't you think? I mean, all you got to do is just go down the line and say, oh, how? I mean, like you'd say, oh, my gosh, how do you not get, uh, how do you not draft Mike Trout? It's, uh, it's insane when you, <laughs> when you, if you want to, I mean, it's one thing when you think about how close you were to signing someone and then you didn't get them. That definitely stinks. Uh, and we all have it, you know, and that's why I always say, like, for the Warriors to draft Steph Curry when he, when the Kings passed on him and the David Kahn in Minnesota drafted two point guards ahead of him, Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn out of Syracuse. And I don't blame him about Ricky Rubio. It's supposed to be the next Pistol Pete. But uh, and then Tyreek Evans, point guard, drafted the pick before Steph Curry by Sacramento. He was rookie of the year. <clears throat> so. It took a while, but it's like, yes, my team got that guy. Good. And so you look back in the last decade in Major League Baseball, and you see some names up there with the top picks, and you go, I never even heard of this guy. How do you not take this guy or that guy? But um, the Brewers took Prince Fielder seventh overall in 20. Uh, 02, 2002, which of course was an excellent pick. But there was a string of four high school pitchers taken. The Reds took Chris Gruler. The Orioles took Adam Lowen. The Expos took Clint Everts. And the Royals settled on this quirky right-hander out of Apopka High School in Florida by the name of Zach Granke. And let's not let the Pirates off the hook for taking the right-handing starter First overall at a ball state, Brian Bullington. Now you could also point out, well, there was another high school pitcher who went 17th overall by the name of Cole Hamels. So you think about that. High school pitchers, Zach Reinke, Cole Hamels, Adam Lowen, who at least made the bigs, Chris Gruler, Clint Everts, and number one overall, the college kids, Brian Bullington, you don't know. And so you don't say, ah, look at the Pirates, they're idiots. No, you got to get lucky. Um, Jarrett Parker was drafted the pick before Madison Bumgarner. Jarrett Parker was baseball player of the year in the state of Indiana. <clears throat> and he did, you know, end up pitching in the playoffs with the A's. It wasn't a disaster. He just wasn't any mad bum who was out of Hickory, South Carolina or Boone, South Carolina, one of those. Think of Hickory. Anyway, um, but a lot of people point to 2004. The second overall pick by Detroit was Justin Verlander out of Old Dominion. Number one overall pick, the Padres took 
Matt Bush, who almost immediately got in a bar fight and got arrested and ended up in jail. When he was in jail, he started pitching. He was hitting 99 on the gun. Verlander will be headed to Cooperstown five years when he retires. So you could say, how could you go with Matt Bush? They say, Matt Bush, that's a reclamation story probably no one saw coming. How do you go from jail to getting back to the bigs? Like Josh Hamilton, the fall and rise and fall. <clears throat> In 2005, the Mariners decided to go with Jeff Clement, a catcher out of USC who had a, if you're into WAR, he had a negative 1.2 his time in the mayors, uh, majors. Um, the next two picks were Ryan Zimmerman and Ryan Braun, and then Troy Tulowitzki, and then Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, and before Jeff Clement, it was Justin Upton and Alex Gordon. <laughs> so if you think, you throw in those eight players, or seven players, Upton, Gordon, Zimmerman, Braun, Tulowitzki, McCutcheon, and then squeeze in Clement, and you'd be like, well, that's the one team that got it wrong. But I think they didn't get it wrong. He was a great player at USC. That's like saying the A's got it wrong when they took A.J. Hinch out of Stanford. He was the best catcher, the best catcher in all of baseball, a national champ under Mark Marcus at Sunken Diamond, right? <clears throat> um, but speaking of the Mariners, not a lot of luck. They went with Andrew Miller out of Cal, six overall instead of the Golden Spikes winner right in front of their face, Tim Lincecum, because he was too slight, too little, the paper boy. He went 10th overall. But, I mean, just uh, you think about Clayton Kershaw, and who went 7th overall in that draft. Max Scherzer, who was the Big 12 pitcher of the year at Missouri, went 11 overall. But, I mean, the Royals' first overall pick, Luke Hochever, who he was Luke Hokavar and then became Luke Hochever. And the Rockies' second overall, Greg Reynolds. Brandon Morrow out of Cal, I should say, not Andrew Miller. But anyway, Andrew Miller was in that draft. And, you know, as I said, the <clears throat> I guess it's Hudson, North Carolina. I'm getting all these Carolinas mixed up with Madison Bumgarner. By the way, in that draft with Jared Parker being taken the pick before Bumgarner, back-to-back -back high school pitchers, there were three left-handed pitchers taken before Bumgarner. And you can't really bash the Pirates for taking Daniel Moskos fourth and the Nats for taking Ross Detweiler six. I mean, you can bash them. But as I said, the Giants dynasty does not happen without that pick in 07 and then the next pick in 08 with Buster Posey. Now, here's the thing that I questioned at the time. Everyone said Buster Posey is the best hitter in the draft and he'll go to, uh, by the way, Brian Troche, he will now be at 1140. So we hooked up with him and we will get him on today. 1140 with uh, Troche, which is fine because I'll have four minutes longer with him. Unless he stinks, then I'll kick him out. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, in 08, I thought, here's a guy who won the Golden Spikes, the college Heisman. He hit 26 home runs at Florida State, and he batted 463, and he was a great defensive catcher. No red flags, as they would say. Zero. But 
four teams passed on him. The Rays took Tim Beckham first. He was the high school shortstop. And a lot of people said, "This is are you going to pass on the next Derek Jeter for a, for a college catcher like that kid Clement out of USC? The Pirates then took Pedro Alvarez, who raked at Vanderbilt, which isn't a bad pick. And then the Royals took Eric Hosmer, who were quite happy, I think, how that turned out. And then the Orioles took Brian Mattis, <clears throat> once the uh, roommate of uh, A.J. Griffin down at the University of San Diego. But these are guys who were not Buster Posey. So 07, 08 drafts, you got to get it right. Bumgarner, Posey, the Giants are ringless in San Francisco without those guys. So in 2009, when you look at the Steven Strasburg draft, and he was the best college pitcher of all time when he was drafted, you could still argue he is the best college pitcher of all time for the stuff he had. No matter what went on, he was going to be number one overall pick. He's still with the team he got drafted by, and they won the World Series. But as I mentioned, the 25th overall pick was Mike Trout. And there are six players taken before him who never made the majors. And the Angels themselves even took Randall Grachik before him. So the best players that went ahead of him, Zach Wheeler, San Francisco, Mike Miner, Mike Leake, A.J. Pollock. I mean, how far do you want to go back? But that's the thing you can't really blame. All right, we'll talk a little bit more on the other side. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Bar. to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. I think that hurts my feelings. 1-800-878-PLAY. Coming up in the next segment, we will speak to Patrick Moratoglu. He has a new tennis league. Can he make it work? Can he do it? We'll do it. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7575-9932-415. Hashtag three. What was up with the hashtag? It used to mean pounds. Uh, the pounds, see, uh, when I was growing up, it meant number. But now it's not number. And what does hashtag mean? Who thought of that word? So anyway, we're here for you. Talking a little draft, talking about guys who got away and whether you're going to draft a Garrett Crotchet today or not. <clears throat> and listen, there have been plenty of top five misses. Um, I mean, look at 2011. Garrett Cole went first at a UCLA, which was entirely reasonable. And now he's the highest pitcher in, paid pitcher in history and the highest if he smokes a lot of pot. But the Mariners took Danny Hulson in front of some pitchers like Trevor Bauer, Cole's teammate in Westwood, and a guy named Dylan Bundy. Fifth overall, the Royals took the local kid, Bubba Starling, and we've talked about that. I remember I've had Grace Trell on the show, the Kansas City reporter, and Bubba Starling, everybody rooted for the kid. It just, just didn't work out. He was an 80-grade name, which was basically flawless. The scouts said he was flawless. 
And so after Starling, Anthony Rendon, Francisco Lindor, Javier Baez, George Springer, the late great Jose Fernandez, Sonny Gray, ouch, 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 ouch. Marina Ketchow, ouch, ouch, ouch. I had Sonny Gray on my show the day after he was drafted in 2011. Nine years ago, wow. And somebody tweeted at me, nice interview, how long until we trade him to the Yankees? And I'm thinking, come on, man, we're, we're not going to do that, are we? We traded him to the Yankees. Yep. And then the consensus in 2013 were that there were three college players that were head over heels that were going to go top three. And then there was a kid out of Puerto Rico that if you want to step up and take him. So... A lot of people were thinking about Carlos Correa in 2012 and whether that was going to work out, and it certainly did. But the next year, the Astros took Mark Appel out of Stanford. And remember, he had been drafted by his hometown Pirates, and he's like, no, I'm not going to the Pirates. So that left Chris Bryant for the Cubs and John Gray for the Rockies, which was a guy who never made it to the majors versus rookie of the year, MVP, World Series champ, multiple time all-star, and even John Gray as a quality pitcher in Colorado. And then if you go back just five years ago, Dansby Swanson, and it's hard to imagine that the D-backs would take the Vandy shortstop over the LSU shortstop going second. Now here's the thing, because Mark Appel they couldn't get, or sorry, because of Brady Aiken. Remember, they went back-to-back years. Brady Aiken, they drafted the high school pitch number one overall. Remember, they were the Lastros. They just always sucked. Guys like Robbie Grossman, welcome to Oakland. And Brady Aiken, oops, there's something wrong here. And it ended up costing them with their pool money, and they ended up losing two picks. But then they got the number two pick the next year, and they took Alex Bregman. But as I mentioned, Dansby Swanson went first. Uh, Bregman, obviously, is a two-time All-Star. He's a World Series champ. He has back-to-back runner-up MVP finishes, uh, two pennants. He's a cheater. Swanson was traded by Dave Stewart and Tony La Russa for Shelby Miller to the Braves. Bregman is a 286 hitter. Swanson is a 245 hitter. But Swanson is just now hitting the ground. He's still a guy who has hit 40 home runs. He has almost 200 RBI. Swanson is not a bust. There's no way you can call him a bust. But if you look back over the top 10 picks just of this decade and where they are now, you know, these are some big names. Bryce Harper in 2010 uh, by the Nats and a guy who ended up signing a 13-year, $330 million contract. If you want to look at WAR, it's above 30. And as soon as he leaves, his team wins the World Series. Uh, Garrett Cole, as I mentioned. And by the way, when you think about the Pirates, um, of course, when they disobeyed the notion that Um, you got to take a guy like Rendon, whatever they regrets they had about Cole um, is that, that he wasn't able to 
get them past the wild card rounds against the Giants. But when they traded him to Houston for Joe Musgrove, Colin Moran, Michael Feliz, Jason Martin, Cole has got better. I mean, a 5-3-8 K to BB ratio, his last 65 starts, he has a nine-year deal worth $324 million. Carlos Correa, they said three consecutive first-round picks made by the Astros, an all-star. And this is when the Astros were using that portfolio strategy as they signed Correa for millions under the slot value, and then they used that money to get Lance McCullers Jr. and Rio Ruiz. The Mark Appel thing wasn't a complete disaster because he still had value when the Astros flipped him to the Phillies for Ken Giles, and that change of scenery didn't help him. Mark Appel, as I said, his career minor league ERA is a 506. He was the first number one pick not to make the majors since Brian Taylor of the Yankees in 91. But all he has to do is just look for the next year with Brady Aiken. Brady Aiken seems highly unlikely to reach the show. He has never so much as appeared in a professional game with the Astros. Remember that it collapsed when they tried to reduce his signing bonus because they found out he needed Tommy John. The next year, he got drafted by the Indians, but he took a leap of absence after some bad minor league years. Feel bad for the kid. As I said, Danzy Swanson is another one, but you think about the Phils. In 2016, taking Mickey Moniak. And if you look at the next guy, Nick Senzel, you're like, oops. The best season Moniak has had was last year in double-A, he hit 252. Some people say at best he might be a fourth outfielder. Poor Bastardo. I know, it's hard. Royce Lewis with the Twins. Lewis hit 236 last year at high A. He played okay in the Arizona Fall League, but here's the thing. He's only 21. Casey Mize, if he hadn't gotten hurt last year, he might have debuted with the Tigers. But his ERA is very nice. He looks like he's going to be okay. Um, ERA in the minors so far, a 271. And then last year's number one overall pick was Adley Rushman, the catcher by the Orioles out of Oregon State. And... A switch hitting catcher, um, four tools, and um, great framer as well. Can work at Aaron Brothers after his career. It's uh, too early to know for sure, but this is a guy who could develop into an all-star. And right now, he's the crown jewel of Baltimore's minor league system, as you would expect. So, you know, as they say, when you draft Ken Griffey Jr., number one overall, when you draft Alex Rodriguez, number one overall, and they turn into, you know, well, at least Griffey right now is a Hall of Famer, no one is going to yell at the Harper pick or Cole or, or Correa, but then you look at, oh, my gosh, Appel and Aiken, you guys are idiots. The, the Houston Astros have one of the greatest scouting departments in recent memory. And I can just go through not just the Bregmans and the Springers and the Correas and, and those guys, McCullers, all those guys, but you can say they whiffed on Singleton, they whiffed on Ramon Laureano. Well, at least they drafted those guys. And then they had huge whiffs on Mark Appel and Brady Aiken. But Mark Appel, I kind of put up there with almost like a 
Demarcus, uh, Jamarcus Russell, because everyone said Jamarcus Russell was going to be great. Well, everyone except Herb Arkish on my show who goes, ah, that kid makes me sick. And I go, I'll have to disagree. He was right. I was wrong. But that's the thing. Mickey Moniak, you take a high school outfitter. I just looked at um, uh, Austin Beck, the high school outfitter the A's took too. He's not setting the world on fire. It's a crapshoot. This is why we like it. And it's coming up this afternoon, at least round one. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. debt destroyer network any debt you have credit card tax student loan debt call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt it's great advice plus when you make this free call now we have debt destroyer experts ready to help they can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track debt problems don't have to be overwhelming you can live stress-free and debt-free Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Matthew. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey. Want a drink? No, thanks. I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, 
visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Tittle is a majestic stallion. Majestic, I tell you. Wow, that is something else. Welcome back to the uh, show. Great to have you with us, wherever you might happen to be. And um, our uh, guests today are um, they're running a little bit late. What can I tell you? We already moved Brian Trache to 1140 Pacific, and we're waiting to hook up with Patrick. Uh, Moritoglu to talk about his uh, new uh, tennis league at 1-800-878-PLAY. No alibis. It's all ugliness. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day who said that he didn't think uh, Kaepernick was even interested in coming back to the NFL. And I said, I don't know. I've never heard that. It's funny. We were just talking about that because Ever since he took a knee back in uh, 2016, he has been able to, unable to be able to find any work. Uh, he was vocally willing, and remember last year the NFL set up his own personal workout down at Flowery Branch with a lot of flowery talk in Atlanta. And he goes, "Now nah, let's go to the high school." And a lot of the scouts said, "I'm done." Um, Roger Goodell admitting he was wrong for not listening to Kaepernick and all that, and. You know, Mike Pence, remember, he walked out of the stadium when he saw that. I just, if you're wondering if he wants to play, well, today he was speaking with Mike Florio, fall, uh, pro football talk. Kaepernick's 32 years old, so he's more than 10 years younger than Tom Brady. And of course, you want to compare people to Tom Brady, but still, he says he's in great shape and that he's he wants to play. And once... You know, this was a, a polarizing issue uh, in the league, and now it doesn't seem to be as much. We'll get to that later, but uh, we are quite happy now to welcome to the show Patrick Muratoglu. He has uh, something called the UTS, the Ultimate Tennis Showdown. And uh, the first series uh, of events, UTS 1, will feature 10 of the world's uh, top players, and it's going to be taking place here coming up on June 13th, going until July 12th at the, his academy on the, uh, the French Riviera. And these will be able to be streamed on watch.utslive.tv. Patrick, welcome to the show. Just wondering, where did you get the idea to come up with the UTS? I got the idea because um, I know that tennis is potentially in trouble for the future because we have a fan base which is getting older every year. And that uh, this highlights the fact that we're uh, tennis is unable to renew its fan base. Um, so something is kind of wrong with the format. I mean, it's it's the format is right for the tennis fans, and I actually I'm a tennis fan and I love the format, but it doesn't attract new fans and especially young people. And I thought that uh, if uh, if if the ATP and the WTA for them it's difficult to change the tennis format, I could propose something else, and that was the whole idea. And when uh, 
I was confined at home during this uh, COVID-19 crisis. I thought, I mean, that was a good moment for me to think about it and to imagine a new format uh, that is really, really different that takes into, into consideration the fact that we are living in a different world now where people consume videos and, and uh, potentially uh, sports differently from the past. And, uh, and also, um, I think that uh, the last years, um, tennis has been um, has, has provided less and less uh, variety and emotion uh, because players tend to be uh, really uh, extremely politically correct and on the court uh, uh, they have a, their attitude is the same. Most of them, they, they're not able to share a lot of emotions with the crowd and I think this affects um, the, the attraction for, for new fans. For, for us tennis fans, it's fine like that. Even though in the 80s it was more fun, I think, with the Connors, the McEnroe's, uh, but also the Bjornborg, so very different personalities. We don't have that as much now. And um, I, I, the global idea was to, uh, to imagine the, the, the ideally uh, the perfect product for the, for the tennis for the future. And I hope uh, that this, this is going to be a success. Well, we're all hoping for it, us tennis fans. And, you know, I grew up in the uh, 70s, I'm in my 50s, and there was so much panache to the game. And that Borg McEnroe in 80, that had me playing for my high school tennis team. Are we missing, I mean, we still have great players, but are we missing that the Pancho Gonzalez and the Jimmy Connors and the, you know, the Garolitis, just those, those more electric figures we used to have? Yes, definitely. Uh, you know what? I'm on tour all year and I'm in contact with the fans and there is not one day without someone telling me it was better before. Not one day. All day long. And every time I ask why, and it's always the same answer, because we had better personalities before. And I tell them, listen, uh, I don't think it's right, but I think that the personalities don't express themselves as much on the tennis court. And I believe that uh, the code of conduct has played a, a big role in that. It's, uh, it's, it's necessary to have a code of conduct, of course. It's necessary to have boundaries, but it's also important to leave a, a space for freedom so the players can express their personalities and uh, be easy to identify. I think it's very important. And, uh, and yes, and that they're not scared to share their emotions with the crowd. I, I think not everyone can do it. And we had a Borg who was extremely quiet and very intense and we had a McEnroe who was extra uh, extrovert and 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 uh, getting angry and and this was this is what's fun we, we like diversity we need diversity and i think tennis has a lot standardized the the polished uh, and polished the, the 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 attitude of the players on court and that affects also the interest not for the fans again but but for the potential fans tomorrow because you don't attract them with the game at first you attract them by the show. And tennis is an incredible game. It's, uh, it's incredibly uh, addictive. It's, it's fantastic. Once you're a fan, you're a fan for life. But it's also difficult to get into this game that is complicated. The way you count the points is complicated. Uh, there is not much emotion for most of the guys. The format is extremely long. Uh, you know, co people consume uh, extremely short videos nowadays. And, and when you tell someone who's 15 that he has to sit down for three hours and Sometimes for 20 minutes, there is absolutely nothing happening. Uh, it's, it's extremely difficult. So I'm, I'm worried about the future of tennis, and I'm excited to, uh, to find a product that will uh, be uh, 
appealing to, to the younger generations. Got more questions for Patrick Moratoglu, the UTS Ultimate Tennis Showdown, which he'll be having at his academy there on the Côte d'Azur. Do you think a guy like a Nick Kyrgios is good for tennis? I mean, obviously, we had temper tantrums from McEnroe and Connors and Nastasi and Pancho Gonzalez, but those guys were champions. And I know that Kyrgios is a very talented guy, but, I mean, we all know his name because of those tantrums. So is it is it good publicity, you think? Well, I think you gave the answer. <laughs> Uh, whether you like him or you dislike him, uh, you have to accept the idea that it's whenever he's playing, the stadium is full. So it's good for tennis, yes. If we had only Kyrgios, I'm not sure tennis would be as great. But again, what we like is variety, diversity, uh, and that's what makes the, this world interesting, that people are different. So I don't think we should try to produce clones in terms of behaviors on court. Also out of the court, now it's a bit uh, the competition to be the most politically correct. Um, and I think it's not interesting because it's not authentic and we need authenticity as much as possible. And that's completely the idea of a UTS is to bring back authenticity and to create a format that is more adapted to the world we're living in today. I also think too, especially in, in America, as tennis has gone way down and even if i look in the top 50 and i look at guys who will be in the uts and they're all great players from but you know benoit Per, richard gasquet matteo berrettini felice auger aliasim i i think the last good american player we had was andy roddick no offense to marty fish and john isner but andy roddick still was a pretty stoic guy the last um, and, and even so was sampras who was the best but he had no personality the last guy we had with any panache would probably be Andre Agassi. And so I grew up in the 70s and the 80s knowing that on the 4th of July, the Wimbledon final would have at least one American man and one American woman. And it were, if not for Serena, I don't know where we would be right now. It's just, and I think you need America to get back into it. We need American stars. But, you know, you look at Boletari and, and, and you look at your academy. Do we have some good young American stars coming up? Uh, stars, I don't know, but you have a lot of good American players. I don't know if they're going to be stars or not. Uh, you know, it's always the same. Uh, when you have a champion in a country, uh, a lot of young players uh, look up to them and they, they want to they wanna become champions as well. And That's why you have this generation of great American women players, thanks to Serena and Venus, who... Uh, I mean, those players were clearly, and they're saying it actually, looking up to them. Like Coco is the last one, but uh, just before her, you had Sloan and uh, and and others that uh, again looked up to them. So on the men's side, uh, it's more difficult at the moment. But again, also to, I mean, if the game of tennis was uh, more adapted to the young generations, they would watch it more, they would like it more, and they would play more tennis. Where in the U.S. you have so many sports and so many great sports that uh, tennis is most of the time not the first choice. It's not fun for young people, tennis. Not fun. To watch, I mean. Huh? Uh, to play, I think it's fun. But to watch, it's not fun. It's not adapted to what they like. 
and uh, and plus today you nowadays you have to understand that the the offer is much bigger because you have all these other sports you have e-sport also video games uh, and that's how they spend their time a lot and social media but they spend so much time so we have if we really want to be successful in the future i'm talking about tennis we need to adapt uh, propose a different format and i think there is definitely a space for both uh, a space for the atp and the wta uh, which uh, is great uh, and i i'm actually a fan of atp and wta so it's great for the the, the traditional uh, fans of tennis and uh, uts will propose a different format to bring new fans uh, who are not fans of the the atp and the wta and i think Thanks to those two leagues, tennis can grow a lot. Well, I used to go to Team Tennis in the 70s. It didn't make it. I think this is a great idea. And if anybody knows about this, it would be Serena's coach. We've been speaking with Patrick Moratoglu. Make sure to check it out. It's going to begin here on June 13th. It's going to run for a month. And you can go to watch.utslive.tv. Patrick, uh, appreciate you doing what you can do for tennis. As I said, this sounds like an exciting thing. I hope it catches on. And uh, let's talk again down the road, my friend. Thank you very much. And thank you for inviting me. All right. Good stuff. All the way from La Belle France, I am Rick Tittle. Come on back to Oakland. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800 754 4500. 
That's 800-754-4531. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man-age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man-age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Back to Fat Boy. That's some messed up stuff. <clears throat> Tell you what, not as fat. Wrapping up the thoughts about Cap coming back. Now, if any, I think everybody should have an equal opportunity. I don't like seeing people getting blackballed unless they really deserve it. And I don't think he deserves it, obviously. But as I said, he's only 32 years old, and he's more motivated than ever. Now, Matty Ice, who's been on the show in person, he is a former MVP. And he said, I think the NFL referenced that they have made mistakes in terms on how they've handled peaceful protests and players voicing their opinions. I think they've recognized that they've made mistakes there. And as far as Colin being back in the league, I think he should have every opportunity to. He had created awareness for a situation that it's taken some time, but people are becoming more active in terms of their response to it. I think from that standpoint, his protest is being heard at this point, but it's taken too long. But I think he should have every opportunity to have a job and a spot at this point. Uh, Carlos Hyde, his former teammate with San Francisco, who recently signed with the uh, Seahawks, I think it was with the Bills last year. Um, he said the NFL, if they want to change, sign Cap back right now. Now, I know some people have said he can't read defenses and he can't do this, he can't do that. I'm not saying he's going to the Pro Bowl. I doubt he would, but he's a hell of a lot better than Deshaun Kaiser and Mike Glennon, the backups for the Raiders last year. Why do you think they went out and got Mariota? All right, we got another hour together. We're going to have Brian Troche. We're also going to have a uh, young activist from the University of Cincinnati. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800-426-2301. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Just about everybody that's cool has been on American Forces. You know, and back in the day in World War II, that was basically the radio that our troops got. We got Voice of America, which still exists to this day. In fact, we talked to some of the reporters at some point. Um... Did you know in the DMZ, the militarized zone, 38th parallel with uh, North South Korea, they have um, broadcast just propaganda, not even really, just propaganda blaring so many, many miles past the border. You can just hear it ringing through. And I wonder how many people in South Korea who are um, sitting there in their capitalistic state think, you know what? I think that that North just sounds pretty good. I think I'm gonna go over there and and def- is it defecting. I think you can only defect from a communist country. It's kind of like you can only uncork a wild pitch. You can't uncork a home run or uncork a steal or uncork a double switch. <laughs> I just wonder how many people think like, you know what? I I'm getting a raw deal right now. This capitalism thing, it sucks. I'm going to go check out, see what's going on in Pyongyang up in here. All right, what am I getting at? What am I getting at is we have another hour together. Rick Tittle with you talking sports. Uh, we have Brian Prache coming up in a half hour. Uh, Hall of Famer, one of the best players of all time. He's with Three Ice now. He's going to coach. You're not doing it as well as I am. But joining us after a break uh, is someone who is uh, trying to get the uh, word out. That uh, at the University of Cincinnati, the uh, owner who inherited the team when her husband died, but Marge Schott, the stadium is Marge Schott Stadium. And uh, he doesn't want it to be called that uh, anymore. So we will talk to young Jordan Ramey coming up next. Uh, once again, uh, tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. We'll all get you in sportsbyline.com, Twitter at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Come on back. 
Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. All right, thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you uh, coast-to-coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It is our pleasure to be uh, welcoming to the show Jordan Ramey. He is an outfielder with the Cincinnati Bearcat baseball team, and he's here to talk about a change.org petition calling for the University of Cincinnati to rename 
Marge Schott Stadium. Now, if you don't remember Marge Schott, and I remember her well at my age, she was the owner of the Reds. Uh, she was suspended twice uh, from baseball. I think some of her most uh, well-known, uh, uh, you would say, uh, acts of uh, embarrassment and uh, racism were referring to Dave Parker and Eric Davis as million-dollar N-words. She uh, was an anti-Semite. She liked Nazi memorabilia. And all those things fly in the face of what a university is supposed to teach you and mean to you. And uh, Jordan, is that sort of the genesis behind this whole project you have going? Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, And, and yes, that's exactly what's going on. Um, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Who, what, who was the first person? I mean, we all, we, we've seen this across the country. I mean, you got DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson at Clemson. They want the Calhoun Business School gone because even though he was vice president of the United States, they built the school on his slave plantation. We have slumlords uh, that have buildings named after him here in San Francisco. They're trying to get rid of. Who was it that finally said, we got to change this name? Um, so the thing is with my intention for changing this name was because white people, we really need to self-reflect, especially at a time like this. You guys really need to self-reflect at a time like this as to see like, what are we allowing? What are we allowing to accept? And black people, we really need to really understand who we are as a people and what we accept and know that what we accept will continue to grow, thrive and get stronger. And we're not going to accept racist culture any longer. Well, you think about the Greek god of walks, Kevin Euclid, who was a Bearcat himself and a former All-Star and a World Series champ. He's been approached, and um, some people are saying that, uh, and of course, he's also Jewish, and, and so he's not a big fan of shot. They're thinking about naming it Kevin Euclid Field at Marge Schott Stadium. Well, then his Marge Schott still, name is still on it. That doesn't really help, does it? Mm-hmm. Right, right. So he, he made a post. <clears throat> And he said that, um, yeah, he, he was approached by the university talking about that they wanted the Kevin, Kevin uh, Euclid Stadium at Marsh Stadium. And he, he declined it because he didn't think that him and his family didn't feel comfortable um, being next to that name. And so uh, he declined it. So that when you think about this is this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you have anything? No, no. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I was just saying when you think about some of the things she's been accused of saying and and the thing about marge shot you know she'd walk around with shotsy the saint bernard and she kind of if you just looked at her you'd think she was some nice grandma you would never think that she was had so much hate inside of her and she also was very much against asians she hated the fact that asian kids did better than white kids in school she didn't understand how saying jap could be uh considered offensive it's just short for for japanese she was so, so beyond the pale, especially I think it really hit. And when she got suspended, when she said Hitler started off pretty good for Germany, he just went a little bit too far. I mean, when you're that ignorant and you still have a stadium named after her, that ain't good. Yeah, well, my thing is, like, we all go through our, we all go through our things. We all have our, our demons. We all have our angels. So, um, but it's, it's, everything's a wavelength. Nikola Tesla said, if you want to understand the world, understand that everything's a wavelength. So um, the name is, is producing a negative and low vibrational wavelength. And with this, it carries over into the city. It carries over into to the um, the university as well as the locker room. And and it, it, it happens. So, yeah, we're changing this will we'll 
create a new vibration, and, and we can go from there. A couple more questions for Jordan Ramey, Bearcat outfielder. How has this been for you? I mean, I was a college athlete back in the 80s, and I, there was no quarantine. We all got to play. This is the first time we've ever been through this. What's it been like for you to just, you know, play catch and hit off a tee all these months? So, so um, I actually graduated in December. I, gradu- I, oh, okay. I graduated high school in 2015, and I, um, I registered my first year. I got hurt. And then I came back. And I played the last three years, but my senior year I didn't play, and I graduated in December. So I was the last class to walk. <laughs> gotcha. I figured it out. Um, <laughs> have you had any pushback? Like, do people say either, "Hey, you know, she gave a lot of money to this school. We need to honor her, regardless of her thoughts," or has anybody said, "Ah, that whole generation was ignorant"? I mean, have people tried to make excuses for her? Um, I mean, yes. Yeah, some people have, but mostly it's been all encouraging. A lot of people are down behind this. I've only made it about a week ago, um, and the petition that, that is, and it's gotten a lot of support. I think it has over around 8,000 signs right now. I haven't checked today, but it's gotten, it's gotten a lot of support. A lot of people are behind it, and it's been mostly encouraging. You know, a lot of people will, they just see how it affects them because she was one of the most visible owners. She would let kids run on the field and pet the dog. She would sign autographs during the game. And so a lot of people, they just see that side to her and they'd say, Oh my gosh, Marge shot was great. And isn't that part of just the education of seeing people in their whole body of work and their totality, instead of just what the appearances were, because in the end she was her own worst enemy with her big mouth. But a lot of times mm-hmm. you really need to take a closer look at people, don't you? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And that's that's not only from the past, that's currently right now. Uh, we see, we look at our celebrities and we look at everybody who we who we uh, celebrate, you know. Um, we, we need to dig deeper. We need to we have a responsibility as a people to dig deeper. What's really going on, right? So that's, that's, definitely, that's definitely important. How has it been, just taking it to the, the next level, um, it, it looks like we might finally have some police reform in, in this country after a long, long time, centuries even. What, what is Black Lives Matter? And, and um, you see people uh, protesting in the streets trying to finally get some reform. What does it mean to you as a young guy? It means a lot because uh, we, we've been saying the same thing for a long time now. We've been saying the same thing for a long, long time. Um, and it, to, to see people come together uh, and, and protest and talk and use their voice, right? Because as you see, when we use our voice, as, as such as this stadium, um, things change. They, they change. So corporations change with us because uh, we, 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 we create the standards. We create the standards. So the higher standards we have, they're going to be forced to come up with us. What does it also mean to you as a guy who's from the Queen City and a lifelong Reds fan as well. And here you are, you know, Bearcat and a Reds fan, um, you know, just to sort of purge this part of Cincinnati's history of Marge shot. I think we're creating something new. I think we're creating new. I think we are moving forward. This, this world is moving forward. This world is moving forward. We're moving forward together. And I think this is a new chapter. Um, I, I think this should have been done. Honestly, I think it should have been done, but it's the new chapter of, we're, you know, we're, we can see that we, as the, when we come together, um, we can do great. We can do great things, and and that's what we're seeing right now, and that's what's going to continue. By the way, I'll throw this in for Marge Schott, who's no longer with us. She also said, "Any man who wears an earring is a fruit." 
So you can throw a little homophobia in there as well, huh? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> it just keeps coming. All right. Hey, once again, Jordan, where do people go on change.org to, uh, to, to get to this petition? Well, well I appreciate you guys' support. Um, so here's, here's how you do it. So it's change.org, and then you go backslash, and it's change Marge shot. So how you spell it, let me pull it up so I can, so I can spell it right. Da, da, da. So it's W-W-W-S-C-H-O-T-T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And if you could sign it, pass it along, please. We would love to. All you got to do is pass it along to two people, just two, your friends. Uh, let them know what's going on. And, you know, keep this way moving. I, I, we really appreciate it. Well, as I said, the momentum to do things like this, this is, this is the time to do this before everything might go dormant again. We don't want that to happen. We've been speaking with Jordan Ramey uh, from the University of Cincinnati trying to change Marge Shot Stadium name. Jordan, uh, congratulations on the effort, man, and um, uh, hopefully we'll catch up down the road at some point. No, I love I, I love that. Thank you for uh, reaching out to me. Thank you for your time. All right, very cool. And the lines are open on the other side. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as six dollars a day yes now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50 percent off your current monthly health care payments our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed can't afford health benefits where they work or just want to pay less for their current health care and coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition we even offer some of the new christian faith-based health benefits Benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. 
and what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest, no kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus. his servants thank you for that and welcome back to the show um i hadn't thought about marge shot in some time but uh you can see why jordan and others are like i don't think uh you know by the way kevin euclid when they made that suggestion for him how about kevin euclid field he goes i don't want my name anywhere near an anti-semite like that there's there's just no way and when you praise adolf hitler it's <laughs> you can't even say he was good in the beginning. <clears throat> what with Deutschland Erwachen? Let's get some uh, pride back in the country after we lost World War One. Now, no, can't do it. But as I said, now is the time to get this reform. <clears throat> I mean, we had New York police officers yesterday doing a press conference saying, "Oh my gosh, we're being mistreated and vilified." Now, I'm not saying anything bad about them. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, it's because of the actions of a lot of your brethren. And, you know, you're getting just a glimpse into the way other people have been mistreated and vilified. But as I said, now is the time to do something. And at Iowa right now, we talked about Chris Doyle, the strength and conditioning coach, who gets $800,000 a year. Um, and some of the former players talking about how he was racist and would talk jive talk and make fun of him and pull his pants down. And by the way, his son, Dylan Doyle, who's a sophomore, has gone into the transfer protocol. He's leaving the program. I feel bad for him. I'm sure he'd rather stay where his dad was, but he had to get out. But I bring it up because Kayvon Merriweather went on Twitter to deliver the message that fans that don't support the team's decision to kneel during the national anthem should stop being fans. How about that? He says, if you can not support us right now, two words, if you can not support us right now with this movement and with our team taking a knee during the national anthem, all caps, do not support us during the football season. 
do not watch our games on TV. Do not come up to us when you want photos. Do not ask us to give your kids autographs. Don't come to us expecting us to do for you when you can't support the black athletes on this team and the decisions we make as a team. I would rather play in front of a thousand fans who care about us as people outside of football and what we are standing for than 70,000 fans who only care about us when we are in uniform and on the field entertaining them. End quote. <clears throat> if you want to play for a thousand fans, come to Cal. <laughs> no, but seriously. Then the junior running back, Ivory Kelly Martin, went on Twitter and he wrote, please read, open your eyes. There are no two sides that can be justified in the issue we are facing today. You know right from wrong, no matter what you tell yourselves. You need to know that our people are still, to this day, affected by the hundreds of years of slavery, and there are many laws implemented to this day to oppress us. Systemic racism is built into everything we know, and it is not a new problem. As a football player, I've had the chance to play on many teams with lots of people from various backgrounds. I've been on teams where there is a clear divide between the players, and I've been on teams where there is no divide. There is no limit to a team that plays as one for one another. I want that for my team, and not only my team, but for the world. The deaths of too many have played a big role in the movement, but the protests are what sparked this movement. Protests led by young people speaking up for one another and against a system that is not just broken, but is completely invalid and has no place in our society. The minority is becoming the majority. Don't be like the cops that sat there and watched as George Floyd was being murdered. Speak up. This is only the beginning. Be part of the change because everyone is. If you are not part of the change, then you are killing me and our people too. <clears throat> this is very... Uh, heartfelt, passionate, um, you know, statements from these athletes. And by the way, I know it came out yesterday that this guy, Derek Chauvin, the um, police officer, he had a vendetta against Floyd because where there were security guards, Floyd used to hang out, the, hand out the checks. And apparently Chauvin thought that the check was too small. And I'm sure somebody will say, see, he wasn't racist. It was just a vendetta. Uh, no. But look, as I said, former Hawkeyes have voiced their concerns over the past treatment, especially against Doyle. And it was the ex-offensive lineman of Iowa, James Daniels. And he was the first one to speak out about the mistreatment of black players. And then you got Amani Hooker and some others who came in. Hooker said, I remember walking in the facility and it would be difficult for our black players to walk around the facility and be themselves. And if the way you grew up was the wrong way or wasn't acceptable, that you would be judged by that. It would impact playing time. Wow. Now, um, as Doyle said, we, we, um, he said, I've been asked to remain silent, but that's impossible for me to do. I'm not perfect. Remember, he came out, I can do better. But then he said, I was never racist. So uh, Kirk Ferentz said, there's been a call for a cultural shift in our program. I'm creating an advisory committee, committee chaired by a former player, comprised of current and former players, as well as departmental staff. It'll be a diverse group, blah, blah, blah. We'll see what happens with Minnesota. Now, out here on the West Coast, 
uh, USC is apparently going to be getting back together with Reggie Book. <laughs> Reggie Book. Reggie Bush. It will end his NCAA disassociation, as it's called. Ten years after the massive sanctions were brought down, he will be welcomed back to the Trojan nation. And the president there, Carol L. Folt, um, said so in a letter today. I am pleased to inform you that all restrictions and prohibitions on your involvement in our athletics program are officially removed and you will be afforded the privileges and courtesies extended to all Trojan football alumni. The, the question I have is, you want him back after what he did? Reggie Bush said, I've dreamed of this day for 10 plus years and I'm excited to come home. But I also saw a quote from Reggie Bush saying that it kills him every day that he was the reason that some kids didn't get scholarships to USC when those scholarships were taken away. This was a guy <clears throat> who had a $10,000 allowance to furnish a $600,000 house that his family moved into. How many scholarships was USC docked? 30. 30 young men did not go to USC and took scholarships to other schools. They also had to give up the 2004 National Championship. The, it, it's funny, when you walk into the Hall of Honor on the campus there at USC, I did that um, some years ago, and the Reggie Bush podium, no Heisman, uh, the O.J. Simpson podium, no Heisman, there's Marcus Allens, there's Mike Garretts, what have you. I mean, there's Carson Palmers, there's a lot of other Heismans, but there's two empty uh, podia there. So this is from an infractions rule that came out in 2017 that uh, said a school can only disassociate uh, people from, for 10 years. And so retroactively, you go back. And Tim Tessaloni at USC, a spokesman, said, USC has long said that we would love to have Reggie back around campus, but the NCAA has mandated the school permanently disassociate from Reggie. And if we did so, it would lead to further NCAA penalties. We have tried several times to appeal to permanent disassoci disassociation with no luck. We would love to have him back. And now they can with this new rule. So the only time they've been given an exception in this was last year, Reggie Bush was doing the Fox broadcast at USC in September. And so he got a one day waiver so that he could go on the campus to do the game. And the game isn't even on the campus, as we know. It's at the Los Angeles Coliseum, which is nearby. But I'm just kind of surprised. Look, Reggie Bush is one of the best college running backs of all time. He was ridiculously good at USC. He's one of the top 10 I've ever seen for sure. But after what he meant, you have no national championship because of him. It has been vacated. You lost out on 30 scholarships, which you could say still affects the team to this day if you wanted to really stretch it out and be dramatic. And you want him back. All right. I guess that's cool. Everybody's happy down there. I'm Rick Tittle. Let's talk a little hockey with Brian Trotche on the other side.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877 360 0402. 
Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Network. It is our pleasure to welcome one of the top 100 hockey players of all time, Brian Trache, and he is here to talk about three ice. And we've been talking to some people about this new league that's going to be starting up next year, a three-on-three league, kind of modeled like the big three basketball had. And um, one of the coaches, and there's some great coaches, is going to be Brian, Brian, when they first, uh, first of all, welcome to the show, but when they first approached you to do this, um, basically playing the whole game like a modern day overtime, did it uh, sound exciting to you or did you have to get talked into it? Well, hi, Rick. It's a pleasure to be on the show first off. And uh, no, it was, uh, it was Craig Packer gave me a call. Uh, my former general manager with the Pittsburgh Penguins, he's the commissioner of the Three Ice League. And uh, Eddie Johnson, who is one of the coaches, my old uh, uh, co-coaches, he was head coach, I was assistant coach with Eddie Johnson here. It's his son who started who's spearheading this with Steve Baker. And um, Eddie and, and, and Craig kind of tag-teamed me, and they said, we, we'd love to have you. You'd be perfect for this. You can mentor these kids. You can... You can direct them, give them a little, uh, you know, the right kind of pep talk. Uh, it's, it's all about showcasing skill. And, and who doesn't want to be involved in that? It's kind of fire wagon hockey. I told them, I said, I'm going to have to put my, my fast and furious brain back in gear because it's, it's, all about, it's all about speed. It's all about attack, attack, attack. The goaltenders are going to have to enjoy lots of shots. And second chances, third chances, there's going to be some outman situations and two-on-ones and I said to myself you know this is going to be really interesting so when you can showcase skill and speed and creativity I think those things those things are very very uh, alluring for every hockey player let alone a coach so yeah well, I was an I was an easy target for him very interesting I you know and it's, I, it's an honor to, it's an honor and it's an honor to be asked as well. So when you look at the staff, and can I just talk about the coaching staff? Like you alluded to it a little bit. It's like there's like John LeClaire, you know, Montreal Canadian, Pittsburgh Penguin, Legion of Doom, Philadelphia, you know, Stanley Cup champ with Montreal Canadiens, Joey Mullen, former uh, teammate of mine here in Pittsburgh, Larry Murphy, you know, Stanley Cup champion, Pittsburgh Penguin, Detroit Red Wings. We have staff, Guy Carboneau, Montreal Canadiens. We've got, a, we've got a, an Angela Ruggiero. We're so proud to have Angela because she's, she's like a training guru when it comes to like uh, women's uh, sport, let alone um, athletes in general. We're, we're so proud. I've known Angela for 20 years, and she's very engaged and really, really a wonderful, wonderful asset to this little three-on-ice. Three ice. Uh, um, no, I, I just wanted to get that in there about the coaches because we're, we're, we're all about team, every one of us, and we're not about ourselves. We're about promoting the players, the game, and – and uh, the skill of the game and that kind of stuff. And it's been uh, wonderful to, to, to watch this coaching staff evolve. Yeah. And you got Grant Fuhr in there as well. I mean, it's, Grant it's Fuhr, pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah. And speaking about guys in between the pipes, I had Eddie Johnson on the show last week. And it's great because here's a guy in, in, in his 80s who, who did it all in the front office and also as a, a goalie. And I asked him about playing every minute of every game the whole season. And he said it was only because the backup goalie was the trainer. And then he said, we all wore number one. And that was our IQ because we played without masks. I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing to get a guy from our dad's generation. I mean, that just adds a little spice to it, doesn't it? It does, and if you know Eddie a little bit, he shares everything. He doesn't. He, he if you want to, if you want to know something about the game of hockey, 
and you got an hour. I mean, it is, he's a special person. He's one of my favorite people in all the game, the game of hockey. And I coached with him here in Pittsburgh for five years. And I learned so much from him as a coach, um, how you, how you prepare, how you work the bench, how you talk to players and how you, you know, earn respect and, and, and give respect. And, um, it was just really kind of a, uh, he, he's such a, a mentor for me, let alone these young hockey players are going to have him as a coach on three on three. So he's genuine. He's, he's funny. He's got a great sense of humor and he uses it well. And when he's talking to people and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys got to get a little, a little taste of it. No doubt about it. We're speaking with uh, uh, Brian Trotche talking about three ice. He's going to be one of the coaches. Um, I always, especially when the Isles were having kind of some down times, I used to show my age by saying all four years I was in high school, the Islanders won the Stanley Cup every year. And people were like, <laughs> no, it's not possible. But <laughs> no. for you, you were such a great center in the way that, like like Gordy Howe, you took your defense seriously and from forechecking to, to everything. I mean, it's, it's one thing when you're a center, when it's your responsibility to, to run that, that the shift the offense on your shift, but what was it about that, that d- defensive tenacity that you had? You know, I don't know, but uh, like I played defense all the way up to junior hockey and, uh, you know, Stan Dunn, my junior coach tried me up on forward and I played some forward growing up too. And I like playing forward, but when you play in small towns and you're, you don't have a lot of players, like we had like seven, eight, nine players on our team at a time. I could log ice time by playing defense, jump in the attack, carry the puck, you know, push, push, push the attack from our net and help, help things out in our zone. I was a pretty good skater and, um, for that little area anyway. And I just, but I wasn't tall and I wasn't big and, but I could log ice time. And, um, I, but I always prided myself and, you know, just defending and at the same time attacking. So the transition game was there at a relatively early age, early age. So I had my dad as my coach for like three or four years and, you know, he just played the heck out of me, and I think that my skills developed. I think I got a wonderful sense of uh, of team. I think I got a wonderful sense of you know moving puck and passing puck, give and go, and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I could I could I could lug 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 the puck and log ice time. So I think those two things and just uh, stamina. I prided myself in stamina and conditioning, so I could I, I didn't mind going from end to end and helping deep in our zone and attacking deep to the other end and. You know, just finding the uh, what's the right word? The cruise control of a 60-minute game and the demands of the physical aspect of the game. I didn't mind bumping and grinding. I actually liked leaving games feeling totally exhausted. That was that was a good game. Like when I had nothing in the tank and I slept well. I slept a lot better that night. Um, that was a good game. That was an exciting game. You know, so going head to head with like Daryl Sittler. You know, 60 minutes every face off. You know, both ends, corners, front of the net. It's going to be a battle all night. Like Mark Messier when he came into the league and finding these youngsters that, you know, you're going to battle you 60 minutes. Oh, it's a full, full ice. I, I enjoyed that aspect of it and going up against some of the monsters where there was King Kong Corab in Buffalo or, you know, big bird, Larry Robinson in Montreal and, you know, trying to overcome some of those, some of their, their strengths and size. It was, it was, it, it, it made it fun for me and uh, being a little sneaky about it and deceptive was always a part of my game. And, uh, but uh, there was nothing gr- really dramatic about it. I wasn't like an end-to-end rusher kind of guy. I, I like to I like to finagle things and utilize teammates and you know Mike Bossy on the right side in in New York and Big Clark Gillies and finding ways to attack goaltenders and defenders and um, it was it was always it was always great. And I I look back at those Islander days as, as, as 
some of my grow growing up years because I had Al Arbor as my mentor as a coach, and then coming to Pittsburgh and feeling appreciated all over again was was so special and just you know just maintaining a sense of pride and dignity in my game and how I conducted myself on and off the ice was always you know something that I took very serious and because uh, reflected on my family and my kids and obviously my brothers sisters and family. but it reflects well on all of us I'm, I'm very proud of all the hockey guys because I've got to think real hard to find a jerk in the game of hockey uh, they're all pretty good guys like that's I, I love that about my hockey hockey guys it's very cool. Um, I remember the first year of the Sharks at the Cow Palace, and I went to see the Penguins. You know, everybody wanted to see Yager and Lemieux and you. And still to this day, and I've been to a thousand Sharks games, Mario Lemieux is the best player I've ever seen. A, a guy that size, you could not get the puck off that guy. And I don't, I mean, he's appreciated. I don't think he's appreciated enough. It's just how amazing Lemieux was, don't you think? Well, uh, he's, he's arguably top three all time with four Gretzky, and there's only one Mr. Hockey, so he's he's one level above <laughs> those three guys. But I think mm-hmm. for for all of us who've played against him, some of us who had the the fun of coaching him, um, we we certainly appreciate every little thing about him because he's magical. Like he just creates magic, and every shift he does something that just you go wow. That that was special, but uh, you know those the players like Yager and Crosby and Lemieux and those Gretzkys, they're they're special special athlete, and to look so composed and smooth and for a tall man like you said, his reach, his length, his lankiness, and trying to protect the puck and trying to get it from him. I mean, he just one foul swoop, he's by you, and it just it's really really a tough man to defend for one on one. I don't know if there's anybody better than Mario. You're right. I think when, when it comes to like power play, I don't think there's anybody more dangerous than Mario because he can hurt you in so di- so many different ways. So you want the puck on his stick, uh, you know. And he he was he was a, a tremendous penalty killer. People don't realize because he had that reach and he could deflect, defend, and scoop up loose pucks and log ice time. So he's a he's a special person in my mind as well. So as far as like. Not only hockey, but he's gracious off the ice, great team captain, great leader, you know, soft-spoken, but when he says something, everybody pays attention. It's usually something pretty insightful and pretty pretty in-depth, and, uh, you know, it's meaningful. So, you know, he's a, he's a unique guy, and I'm glad uh, I'm glad you brought up his name because he's, uh, in my mind, top, top performer all time. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, Brian Trache, no slouch himself. Last question for you. Um, you know, this is where, you know, 2021, we're getting going. Are you thinking about rosters? Are you thinking about your style? Are you going to play with two up front and a blue liner? Are you going to switch people up? Are you going to go single file? How are you going to do this? Well, we have our roster. It's not a big roster. It's a short, it's, it's, it's a short, it's only like it's six gears and a goaltender. So the, and one X, so we're, we're going to be, we're going to be short shifting people, but it's, uh, it's going to be fast and furious. I think, Anytime we have the puck, it's transition. Anytime we can attack, we, we're going to attack. And uh, we're going to jump players. Or def- defense has a green light to jump in the attack. Forwards might have to hold the fort back on D. So got to work on your uh, poke check and your deflect- deflection. Keep them to the outside forwards. But I think it's going to be uh, action-packed. 
Uh, we're going to be uh, tweaking as we go. I think if you have an injury or something, it always changes your chemistry of your, your lineup. You think, oh, I got the best lineup. I got the best lineup. Oh, injury. Okay, now I've got to change things up a little bit. So players got to be ready to play with anybody, and that's kind of the world of hockey in today's world anyway. Uh, so I think it's I think players are going to embrace this for us as coaches. I think they're going to they're going to look for some direction, just a little bit of uh, motivation because I think uh, we're showcasing their skills, we're showcasing their creativity and their speed. So for goaltenders, it's going to be an opportunity for them to show off agility. It's going to be an opportunity to show off their acrobatic save on the second third save uh, not soon the block shots they're going to have to like uh, respond so it's it's going to be action and we want that puck moving we want we want to see that we want to promote that aspect of our game so for from the purest aspect of it um i'm I, i'm very excited about what's going to transpire here um and you know we're going to be uh gathering again here in the short period of time to look at rosters and lists and who's coming to training camp and I'm eager to see that list as it, as it grows and expands and drops players. But I, uh, it's, 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 it's kind of a, what do I call it? Like a, a canvas or an open canvas. And we can paint the picture as we go. Cause uh, it's, uh, it's something new, something exciting. Great stuff uh, from a man who has his name all over the Stanley cup, Brian Trache. He'll be a head coach in three ice. Go online and check it out. It's the number three ice, three ice.com. Brian, thanks so much for your time, man, and uh, great to talk to you. Great conversation, and hopefully we'll catch up down the road. My pleasure. Call anytime, guys. You got my number. Look forward to it. Okay. All right. Awesome stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Violent. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? 
It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now. And tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. All right. Um, see, I was actually, as I was saying, I'm glad that uh, we um, had Trache move to a segment that was four minutes longer. I could have kept talking to him. Great, great interviewer, huh? Or interviewer, that'd be me. Great interviewee. By the way, Major League Soccer uh, has announced that they will be returning on July 8th. As we've seen, the Premier League is coming back this next weekend. They've already come back in Germany. They're getting ready to come back in Spain and Italy. They're done in France. They've crowned their champion. They're done in Holland. They said it never existed. But Major League Soccer will be back on July 8th. Thanks for tuning into the show. We'll be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time with another dealio. We'll talk about that first round of the Major League Baseball draft, which is going to happen here in a few hours. We'll see you then. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.